It's time for Morning Soul Shine with Bridget, a podcast where we interview people who express their stories of triumph. I'm your host, Certified Life and Mindset Coach, Bridget Gibson. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is another Tuesday. Guess what, guys? This is the Alpha Mindset. My name is Dr. Albert Hinton. I am here to change your nature. Yes, indeed. And of course, before we even get into before we get into the details, my co-host, Jack Gibson, how are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, you know, it, it's been it's been a very interesting week. You know, a lot of things have been going on, and, and there, mm-hmm. you know, there's some things I want to talk about um, in the next couple of episodes. But tonight, I want to kind of set the tone. Okay. In the direction I would like, to, and. I'm talking about ethics of being a humanitarian mm-hmm. and being altruistic. Okay. Absolutely. I'm yeah. Talk about I'm, I'm excited about this, this topic because, you know, humanitarianism is so, so um, important, especially in these times that we're going through right now. There are so many people that are hurting and need someone to assist them. So I think this is going to be a great conversation. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's about generally having concern for the welfare of mm-hmm. um, uh, those who suffer. Um, and, you know, and, and we do this, you know, we actually do this work. We care about people. I mean, me being a therapist, and I, you know, I try to reach out and help people and I give them a sense of direction. Um, because, you know, we all have, we all fall short to the grace mm-hmm. of God. We always do. And sometimes if you notice, is that everyone is in this environment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, let me get what I can get for myself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it, you just don't get it. And, you know, that, it goes against the ethics of actually being a humanitarian. And you don't hear a lot of people talk about being a humanitarian. You don't hear a lot of people talk about it. It is. It's a, it's a very important facet mm-hmm. um, and knowing how to conduct yourself as a humanitarian. And believe it or not, it really helps build healthy, strong, developed relationships. When you take a humanitarian approach against when you're dealing with someone or your loved one, mm-hmm. person at work, things of that nature. Yeah, you are absolutely correct. I had the um, fortunate opportunity to interview the human rights officer of the United Nations of Liberia. And it was just an amazing conversation that we had, you know, for someone to be so open to share his life uh, with others. It was just unbelievable to have someone with that type of heart. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, especially in this day and time, you know, we have the war with Israel and Palestine going on. A lot of lives have been lost. And we tend to forget just how fragile life is. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of wanted to talk about this because, you know, we are on the brink of a shift in the way that we treat each other on a general term. And, and unfortunately, someone like me and you, we, we are dealing with people firsthand that are dealing with trauma. And it's the trauma of people hurting people, mm-hmm. mistreating each other. You know, a form of psychological warfare is, is really is really uh, waging its, its ugly, it's wearing its ugly head against 
it's it's survival. Um, people is. are yeah, they're in survival mode, and it's like you said, it's all about me. What you know, getting my needs met, and so I think this conversation is not only important for us, but also for the the listeners to think about what are you doing as a humanitarian, and you know what are you giving back to society. Right. And even when, when you say giving back, that's what altruism is. Altruism is about the, the need and wanting to give. And mm -hmm. it isn't always about money. No. It could be resources, it could be your time, mm -hmm. it could be listening, it could be assistance, you know, things like this. Especially in our communities. We tend, you know, get in our communities, we're isolated mm -hmm. in the house. We're not proactive in the communities anymore. So it doesn't feel like a close-knit community anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was younger, you know, because their children were literally outside playing, mm -hmm. playing with neighbors. That doesn't happen. That's no. A, that's a thing of the past. So we're kind of losing touch of the human experience, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and this is creating a lot of debilitating problems. And then also with the pandemic, it didn't make it any better because then we became isolated and just only stayed within our own confinement. And so we were not even able to get out to socialize. So I think that has had an effect on what's going on as well, Doc. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, a couple of things I'm gonna throw out there, and I know that you asked some questions, I know you want to kind of chop mm -hmm. some things up here for the audience, because I know a lot of people are probably not even used to these terms, being a humanitarian or practicing altruism. And one thing about being a humanitarian is, let's just take a, a standard intimate relationship, husband okay. and wife, right? Asking consent. Consent is really important when you're operating as a humanitarian with your love. Mm -hmm. You know, um, obtain the consent of a person before entertaining or asking a question. Even doing a favor. Let's say I'm going to do something for my wife. Mm -hmm. Asking consent is just what you need at this moment. Mm -hmm. That's you know, good. Understanding what's well needed for the, for your loved one instead of imposing your own opinions of what's, what's best for that person really allowing that person to be autonomous. Okay. And then maintaining neutrality. A lot of times, you know, especially if you're the person in your family that could be the person of influence, mm -hmm. maybe you're the leader of the family, and people come to you for advice, try your best to stay neutral. Neutrality is really, really important in the dynamics of being a humanitarian. It's, it's really important. And, and, and the mindset of trying not to do any harm, mm -hmm. even if it, you don't want to hurt anyone psychologically, let alone physically, mm -hmm. really having the innate ability to actually care and be willing to be an active listener and hear a person from their perspective. Yeah, you know, it's so important that, you know, we do that in a relationship. And it's so easy. It's so easy, yeah. guys, just to take our opinion and, oh, I think you should do it this way or I don't think you should do it that way. But everyone have their own, you know, identity. Yeah. We can't share identities doc you have your own identity and i have my own and for Absolutely. us to insist that person think like we think i think that's not humanitarian no it's not it's not and I, and, and we have to think about it you know it's real popular now to talk about all this gender war stuff i'm gonna tell you this this, this gender war thing is driving me crazy mm -hmm. it, it, and so many people that our council are suffering from this problem and we need each other desperately. Mm -hmm. Men and women, we really need each other. We need to coalesce. We have to coexist. 
This is how human beings survive, depending on caring for one another. And now it's gotten to the point that men and women are in a power struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, the men, if I care too much for her, what I would consider the weak man, how in the world? Mm -hmm. In this day and time, in 2023, a man that was sensitive towards a woman mm -hmm. is considered weak, soft. It's no it's sense. what our society is is expecting out of our men, and for them to separate themselves from their woman, and I think that is what's so detrimental to what we're you know what's going on right now, because yeah. now we're raising children to feel the same way. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know in, in the upcoming episode, now. Some of this stuff is going to be a big controversy that I'm going to be talking about um, in, in the way that society is built and governed. And I'll say this much for now. Men have created the society. Men have written the rules. Men have written the laws. And I really want everyone to think about that. In the state that we're in now, the wars that we've had, all the stuff that's going on, men have written these laws. Mm -hmm. so now if, if men are leaders leaders come with accountability as a humanitarian we have to embrace accountability mm -hmm. <clears throat> if men want the privilege of being a leader then we also have to take on the, the, the accountability of being and that, that, that right there is a hard pill to swallow for men to understand mm -hmm. that we are at the head of humanitarianism and we have to be willing to give and give with intent. Mm -hmm. And that, that, I don't know, we're going to be talking about it in, in future episodes. You know, this is so good because, you know, as I was studying for this episode here, I also want you to get into, you know, what what is the role of a psychologist? How much of a role has psychology played in our society and the way we think? So if we can talk about that later on. Well, absolutely. Because psychology, it, it's about the ability to govern yourself. Mm -hmm. The ability to trust the person that you are by embracing the person that you are. Mm -hmm. Psychology is designed for you to, to, to have an intimate relationship with yourself and have self-awareness. Okay. That's what psychology does. It gives you the tools to be able to adapt and excel in the ongoing environment that you don't have control. That's good. That's good. So yeah, I'm excited about the upcoming episodes because we're going to learn a lot about psychology. We are so excited that Dr. Higgins is a psychologist. Oh, and he's a human behavior uh, therapist. So oh my goodness, we're going to have some great conversations. So I want to ask you, can social media influence altruism? And hey, absolutely, absolutely. Because with some of these images now, you know, you got the gurus with the own, you know, become an Airbnb mm -hmm. millionaire, or you could become a millionaire overnight and you see mm -hmm. people driving in fancy cars and amazing clothes, and everybody's life is just perfect on social media. Absolutely, it affects our children mm -hmm. because then it creates competition, and you don't see a lot of philanthropic things mm -mm. on social media. You see a lot of self-centeredness. So, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a course. Everybody has. Oh, man. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and everybody wants to help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that goes to what is 
altruism? What is it? <laughs> well, in, in, in simple terms, because it's not a popular term, it's the art of giving. Okay. It's all about giving. You know, like the other day I was in the store and a young man, he was at the doorway of the grocery store mm -hmm. and he was asking for money. People were walking by, walking by, walking. And I, I, I gave him some money. And he said, I, thank you very much. And I said, well, here, here's a few dollars. And he asked me, um, you know, uh, thank you very much. Um, could you, could I have some more money? <laughs> he says, well, I don't know if I'm going to have enough to okay. get the food that I want when I go in. So I, I took him in and bought him his food. He said, if you keep the money I gave you, here's the food. And you know, be on your way. Mm -hmm. And you know, I didn't have to do that. No. But it's just the willingness to want to do it because it, it must have taken a lot for him wow. to even ask. Oh my goodness. You know, and imagine he this is a young guy. This is a young, young boy. For him to ask me that, I immediately thought about what's going on in his life. Where's his family? Mm -hmm. Why does he have to be here asking? Maybe he's getting food for him and his sister, him and his daughter, maybe his family. Let me help this guy out. Like really, really paying forward and thinking beyond the moment. And that's what all true is. That's good. That's really, really good, Doc. Thank you so much for that. You know, um, it's so much that we can talk about right now. So what drives an individual to, to be altruistic? Is it something that's um, in them or is it um, something that, that was, you know, a learned behavior? Oh, well, is it you know, natural or learned? With altruism, it's a learned behavior. Okay. It is, you know, because initially, you know, experience develops altruism. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you learn about altruism when you experience loss. And you, you, you learn to relate through empathy. Mm -hmm. You know, life will, will really break you down sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it conditions you to empathize when you see people going through similar things. And you start relating and connecting your life experience with everyone else's. Because a lot of times we don't think about how our transgressions affects the whole. Mm -hmm. If one person falls, we all fall. That's right. It's it's, it's an it's a fall. It's a fall of humanity, and so we have to really think about that. That we are collectively affecting one another, and so as life as you experience life, you experience these losses in life. You start to realize this is I'm part of a bigger picture, mm -hmm. and that's how altruism falls in place. You know, when I think about altruism and humanitarianism, I think about our military. And, you know, especially now that we're not in war where you're forced to go. But for people who are just volunteering to, to protect our country, is that uh, learned? I see that a lot of uh, military families are families of prior military people. So is that where it's learned? Well, I think, yes. I think, you know, it's learned through, through hereditary um, structure. It's learned, okay. it's learned because mom and dad, this is part of our culture. Mm -hmm. so each family has its own set of morals and mm -hmm. culture that it develops. Mm -hmm. And so we have, sometimes these morals help us, sometimes they work against us. But let's just say a person is part of a military family it become a part of their of their of their um, their pride, when they're developing family pride. Mm -hmm. 
mom, dad, they went to the military. I want to follow in the footsteps of my mom and dad. So your altruism is definitely a yeah. long response. Yeah, care. police officers and firemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. This is so good. This is so good, Doc. So, you know, what can we do if we um, don't have a cause and we really want to be able to help? Where do we start? Well, you know, me personally, I'll say this, and, and, and this is just from my years of experience. The first cause is yours. The first cause is being authentic and true to yourself. What are your wants and needs? Build the life that you want to live and give back what you've accomplished to others. Lead by example. The first cause will be your first cause within you, not the first cause for someone else. What's the point of helping someone else if you're not helping yourself? Mm -hmm. And you lead by example, because when, when a person sees what you've done and the work and effort that you put in, it's inspiration. The inspiration alone can move a lot of people, especially when it's genuine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that first step is the first step to making your life better. Because That's life should be enjoyable. Life shouldn't always be about trauma and crime and sadness mm -hmm. and insecurity. No, life is a gift. And it's all about embracing and I find the more I give, the more fulfilled I am. I feel like I've done, um, I'm part, I'm moving toward my purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we talked about purpose before. Yeah. You know, purpose is that guideline. You know, purpose is like that lighthouse in the fall. Mm -hmm. When you're lost, you look for that light and you follow it. Go towards it. So your purpose is always going to never let you down. You follow your purpose. You start creating principles around your purpose. It keeps your, your sense of identity in place. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. This was so good, Doc. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. And you guys, this has been Alpha Mindset. And, oh, this has been such a great, great conversation. So every Tuesday, every Tuesday, Doc. Every oh, yeah, absolutely. Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday, guys. This has been really fun. You know, we, we really enjoyed bringing information to you guys. And it's going to, it's only going to get better. It's only going to expand. So we're looking forward to it. And next week's going to be a very Yeah, guys. And we want you to check out Dr. Higgins' website. It's www.dralberthiggins.com. And uh, yeah, he has some great information. If you want to connect with him about therapy, you know, because we all need it. We all need someone to listen to us and so please connect with him thank you doc absolutely absolutely guys you know be healthy be blessed look forward to talking to you guys bye-bye